0: Hello, EDL students and professors. Today we are going to be talking about New Jersey versus TLO and searches and seizures of students in a school setting. The purpose of this podcast is really to give you an overview of the case, which I will share with you and the implications that has for school administrators. But also, we will be joined by a school resource officer from Howell Police Department and also a longtime building principal to get their perspective on searches and seizures of students in the school setting. So to begin though, we will give you an overview of New Jersey versus TLO. TLO was a 14-year-old female student at a New Jersey high school student found TLO and another student smoking cigarettes in the girls' restroom in a school building in violation of school rules. The teacher brought the two students down to the assistant principal's office, who questioned each of them. The second student admitted to smoking the cigarettes. TLO denied the allegations. The administrator then accused TLO of lying to him and asked to see her purse in an attempt to find cigarettes. When he searched the purse, he did find a pack of cigarettes and also cigarette rolling paper. Since rolling paper is often used for use with marijuana, he decided to continue searching her purse and found a small plastic bag containing a marijuana-like substance and items that could be drug paraphernalia, including a pipe, money, and a piece of paper with names on it who apparently owed TLO money. The administrator contacted the police, who in turn contacted TLO's mother. TLO went to the police station, and when questioned, she confessed to selling marijuana. Now, TLO claimed that the search of her purse violated the Fourth Amendment protection against unreasonable searches and seizures. Her lawyer tried to keep the evidence from her purse out of court because they claimed that the evidence had been obtained illegally without a warrant. The juvenile court turned down TLO's Fourth Amendment arguments. The court ruled that the assistant principal's search of the purse was not a violation of her rights because he had reasonable suspicion that she had violated school rules by smoking in the bathroom. When he opened the purse, evidence of drug use was in plain view, which justified a further search of the purse. The juvenile court found TLO delinquent and sentenced her to one year of probation. The case then went on to different levels within the state of New Jersey. The lower court and the appellate court both ruled in favor of the school and found that their search to be justified. TLO then appealed to the Supreme Court of New Jersey. At the Supreme Court of New Jersey, they heard the case and actually overturned the Juvenile Court's rulings. The New Jersey Supreme Court agreed with TLO that the search of her purse without a warrant was unreasonable. Then the state of New Jersey appealed this ruling. The United States um, Supreme Court agreed to hear the case. They heard arguments in 1984, and the Supreme Court really had to consider these issues. So this is what we need to think about as school administrators. Does the Constitution protect students from searches by school officials? Does the Constitution protect students? Um, And under what circumstances can school officials search their belongings? Was the search of TLOs Percy legal? And did it violate her constitutional rights? The U.S. Supreme Court ruled in in a ruling of 6-3, to that the Fourth, Amendment warrant, the Fourth Amendment warrant requirements and probable cause were too strict for public school searches. Rather, a public school search must be reasonable. The court ruled that there must be reasonable grounds for suspecting that the search will turn up evidence that the student has violated either the law or the rules of the school. In TLO's situation, the assistant principal had reasonable suspicion to believe that she had broken a school rule and therefore could search her purse. So the precedent now that the U.S. Supreme Court has had and remains in effect now is that schools have a lower precedent than law enforcement and do have under reasonable suspicion the right to search students' belongings. Now, next up, we will be hearing from Howell Police Departments and Howell Public Schools School Resource Officer, Officer Don Banfield, who will give his perspective on his role and advice for administrators when it comes to searching. All right, well, so... Since you have so many years of experience, both as a police officer and a school resource officer, what advice would you give to school, administ- school administrators when they have reason to believe that a student has something illegal on them at school? If a staff believes that the
1: student has something illegal, controlled substance that could be potentially harmful to themselves and or the staff, I always like to be questioned to come in and conduct said search based on my experience, especially when it comes to controlled substance that can be harmful, not only to the student, but to the staff. And when it comes to weapons, uh, law enforcement should be immediately called in, again, based on for the safety of the student and the staff, because it can go uh, bad quick, and we want to disarm and disfuse the situation immediately, especially when it comes to uh, weapons.
0: Is there anything that you would recommend that school administrators avoid when searching students? Uh,
1: when it comes to control substance and weapons, the students the staff wants to make sure to keep their demeanor calm, do not want to escalate the situation because it can spiral out of control fast. That's why it's always good to have law enforcement either present in the room or conducting the searches because that's what law enforcement officers do every day is a searching individuals.
0: Well, that is great advice, Officer Banfield. Thank you for your time, and we appreciate all your insight. Thank you. Thank you. For our next segment, we are joined now by Howell High School Principal and MASSP Principal of the Year, Mr. Jason Schrock.
2: Hi, Ms. Pashak. Thanks for having me.
0: And next, we're talking about the U.S. Supreme Court and how minors in a school setting do not have the same level of protection from searches and seizures as adults in minors and non-school settings. Mr. Schrock, what are your thoughts on that?
2: It reminds me of uh, my first year being an administrator. um, Learning the Latin phrase in loco parentis which I was not familiar with as a teacher, but as an administrator, you need to be familiar with that phase, uh, that phrase, because it means that when school schools take on kids for the school day, the administration really becomes the the acting parent and takes on the parenting uh, responsibilities, and everything is under their control. So it makes sense that uh, while they are with us, they are um, they're really under our jurisdiction, and therefore their their rights are more of a a parental rights and instead of out in the community um, when they would be as young adults or minors.
0: So you mentioned your first year of administration. This is your ninth, tenth year as a school administrator?
2: This is my Eleventh year.
0: Eleventh year. Eleventh
2: year. Finishing the eleventh year of school administration.
0: So, with all that experience, what advice would you give new administrators in regards to searching and potentially seizing evidence from students at school?
2: It's a really uncomfortable thing for somebody to do if your educational experience has been in the classroom for so long to then take the role of um, looking at somebody's belongings, whether it's a vehicle or a backpack or a locker or a jacket, and and having the confidence to go through those belongings to search for something that could be harmful to themselves or others. So my advice to new administrators is, is it's okay to feel that uncomfortable feeling um, because it's not what you're used to, but you have the responsibility when you step into the role of administration to make sure that the buildings you're, you're running and leading are safe and orderly. And you're doing those things to protect the student in question and the student body at large. Um, I would also give the advice of make sure you communicate over, over communicate with your other leadership team and what the expectations are for, for searches. You know our staff, uh, we never do searches alone. We always have somebody else with us. What, what are our procedures for going through backpacks compared to what are our procedures for going through lockers um, and emptying pockets? Make sure that you have a clear expectation from your team on, on what those procedures are and document, document, document everything that you find, people that you talk to, follow up with parents as quickly as possible, let them know why and the outcome.